0: Oh, <laughs> Of course, now we're going
1: to talk over each other
0: it's, it's, That's okay It was bound to happen We never decide who's going to introduce it in the beginning beforehand So Why would we do that? That doesn't make any sense Because then we don't talk over each other
1: No, anyway, this is All Out Brawl um, I'm Sam I'm Chris And this is a podcast where we talk about Magic the Gathering Specifically, the Brawl format um, Which, for those of you who haven't heard of it i don't know how you wouldn't have but it's like commander but it's standard and also you can use planeswalkers and also it's 30 life well and planeswalkers
0: also... as your commander or brawler
1: as your brawler yes and also uh the magic community
0: online hates it no they love it it's their favorite i thought we weren't gonna talk about that well no you're right they do love it speaking of we have everybody who we care about loves it
1: yes we have a listener who actually uh, wrote an article about Brawl and why it's awesome.
0: Yeah, and pointed to us it to us on Twitter. Um, the author is the Pinoy Planeswalker. They are writing for MTG Mint Card, and they wrote kind of like an introductory um, Brawl article that I think yeah. outlined the format, the rules, and kind of just talked about some of the positives we'd talked about to, like... Brewing is really fun and standard. Yep. Um, he also says the format is explosive. Um, which I like, some of the games we've played, I can agree with. Yeah, no, and that's true. In that sense, it makes it look fun too, in the same way that Commander is fun for some people.
1: Yeah, no, that's I and um, in general, you know, it's nice to see some positive reaction. I'm not going to talk about it though, because I said I wouldn't. Um, But, yeah, so please check him out. Um, And if you are, you know, someone who writes stuff um, about magic on the internet or you draw pictures or you, you know, do something completely different but you want to share it with us, we'd love to hear from you on Twitter. And we'll talk about that later in the show, obviously. But um, just know we could shout you out just like we did with the uh, Pinoy Planeswalker. um, Also, did you want to
0: mention... The email, or
1: I was gonna. Well, I can do that now. I was gonna yeah, save it to the end. Now but we also, time. yeah, we also got an email from a listener, uh, uh, Mr. Martin, um, and I won't say your last name, just. I guess I don't I don't know if it's gonna matter too much. But um Martin uh emailed us to let us know that he really likes the podcast, which is really nice. Um and uh gave us some feedback and we really appreciate that. Um and if you just like Martin, if you have feedback, we'd love to hear from you um over email as well. And um especially if you want to send us stuff like pictures or you know, stuff like that. Deck
0: lists or Yes,
1: yeah, for sure. Um and so um also I forgot to mention, but um, the link to the article we just talked about will be in the show notes. So if you want to check it out, do that thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice. It's good to see. It's nice to hear that there is a group of people who do actually like this format. Um, and also related to that, um, if you are someone like me who gets a little down in the dumps about the way that the main magic subreddit treats uh treats brawl, then I would recommend checking out our MTG Brawl, uh which is a subreddit that actually is specifically about Brawl and you'll notice it's a lot more positive about Brawl because it's people who like it and actually like build decks and want to play it and such. So
0: And I feel like with the nature of Brawl and standard rotation and whatnot, um like EDH is a lot of like when new commanders come out, what decks do you build around them? Yeah. Um, or just new cards that have become staples for. Um, but the thing with like this subreddit and like the information you find, it's always going to be like um, new and relevant as like cards become not legal in brawl and new cards become legal. So yeah, like it's always you're not just adding to the existing pool of decks that are um, you're all going to see a lot. You're like. It's a, constantly evolving, so like yeah. forums like that are perfect for discussing the new stuff.
1: Yeah. And also there's plenty of people there who also like to um share their own content about like decks they've built or um ways to build decks and stuff like that. So it's definitely if you're into it, check it out, because that's what we do. Yeah. We're, yeah. On Reddit a lot. Yes. Um but so anyway, that's not the topic this week. This no. week we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about something um that was kind of It's kind of been floated as one of those things, especially when the format first came out, that ways for people to kind of get into Brawl if they're big into like EDH, um, but they don't really like, you know, they they don't really want to get into standard and all that so much. Um, And one of the suggestions was you can build a Brawl deck that also can function as an EDH deck because, you know, it's only 40 cards different. um, And as long as you have your 60 cards that are. Standard legal, you can use those as the brawl portion. Well, and even just 59, technically. Um, but then uh, if you have another 40 cards, you can just throw shuffle them in and play an EDH game. Um, and so last week we called them dual-purpose decks. But yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today.
0: Yeah, and I think this time, or the deck we're going to talk about today, is 60 brawl cards, 40-card sideboard that you shuffle in. Whereas you might even maybe go like to up to a maybe a 50 card sideboard where you take out some of the underperformers you're only playing because your standard pool is a little, little smaller than the whole commander pool um and then like the extra 10 cards you're switching out for other cards that were in your brawl deck so yeah. um it's really flexible like if you think yeah hey, i don't i wouldn't be playing this card if it weren't brawl so maybe i'll put it in this card from commander i like better you can be really flexible in how many cards you like interchange between the deck i just like this method where you have 60 40 because um i actually what i did to differentiate my cards i have them in sleeves but i had some extra sleeves lying around so i cut little squares out of a different colored sleeve and i just stuck them in the sleeve in front of the card so there's like a little yellow square so I can quickly go through the deck and pull out my um, commander cards, and then have my brawl deck again. So yeah, like I did that just uh, before the podcast, and it took me maybe two minutes. So imagine as people are shuffling up their decks between matches, you could quickly transition over to your brawl deck, and it's really tr- easy to tr- transition from ball to EDH because you're just adding cards in.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I also built so. If we didn't make it clear yet, um, we're going to talk about Chris's Marwin, the Nurturer deck today. Um, That is the deck that he has built that is a Brawl deck and an EDH deck. I also built a Brawl and EDH deck. Um, I don't use the little squares, and I think it might make it a little harder, but we'll see. I don't know. We're not talking about my deck today, so it doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We will, though, on a later podcast because it's really good.
1: Well ish it's a good brawl deck i don't i don't know how good really it is for an edh deck you um beat us with it yeah because you guys scooped you
0: were winning yeah but <laughs> we I don't know. scooped because you were winning but i i don't know it's just don't it's listen to him everybody his decks what, are good well when you talk
1: about the idea of having say a 50 card sideboard instead of a 40 card sideboard part of the thing that i like about this um is actually that i feel like it pushes me away from doing a very stereotypical EDH deck where yeah, I play you exactly. know, the best cards. You're you uh, have less so. room
0: for the staples, because if you were to just like run all the rocks and stuff, you'd already be at like ten cards, right?
1: Well, and you also have to have at least ten more lands in yeah, order to exactly. push it to like so actual E D H so Yeah.
0: Like I think the only like staple I'm running in this deck is Soul Ring. Otherwise my sideboard, well, my commander portion of the deck is I think pretty fun and unique for this strategy. Yeah, I mean, I feel,
1: I, I guess, to be fair, I don't know the extent of all of the 40 cards. I've only seen you play it twice, but um, I feel like some of those cards might be pretty typical for an EDH Elf, green ball, elf Yeah, ball that's deck, fair. So. But like, anyway, yeah, So, but that's the thing. Is, I've just never played a yeah. deck
0: like this, so to me it's kind of new and cool. Yeah. This and is my I, first mono green deck in any format.
1: Well, that's and that's part of it, too, is I like the reason I really enjoyed what the deck that I built. And I know one of the reasons, like you're saying, you got to build a mono green deck, which you hadn't really done before. Um, But it essentially pushed me into doing something in EDH that I don't normally do, um, which I think is similar for you, Mm -hmm. because it wasn't a typical, oh, here's, you know uh i don't know Lanowar or fraley's Lanowar's fury let me build an elf ball deck around her because that's what the pre-con was <laughs> like yeah. it, it was you got to build it from scratch which i
0: think is a real fun experience so yeah and i so i guess we can get right into the deck and like my we so last week we talked about um our deck building strategies and i kind of employed those in my deck building for this this week so what i did first was I went through my entire collection, all my uncommons, my commons, my rares and mythics and whatnot, and I pulled out all the cards I thought would be good for this Marwin the Norturer deck. And before we get well, into that, we should yeah. explain what Marwyn does, right?
1: I was going to say, how about, let, let's start from where we started when we talked about deck building. What was the whole, like, what was your point? Like, what did you want to do oh, before you even started yeah, pulling good out point.
0: cards? Um, yeah, good point. I think I just really, so the first, one of the first times I played Brawl, um, was on MTG online, like the old Wizard client, and I played against a Marwyn deck, and I really liked the idea. Um, I wasn't like when I first saw marwin in Dominaria, I was like, there can't be enough Elf support for her, and there actually is because there's a lot of Elves in Kaladesh, there's quite a few Elves in Dominaria itself, not really any in, floating around Ixalan, but there are enough Elves I think for this deck to work in Brawl too. And when you get into like those very narrow creature type strategies, sometimes you don't have enough support. Like there's not really enough support for a defender deck, but there is enough support for an elf deck. So where I started was I had a Marwin that I got from some limited event. I really like the card what, idea, the card concept.
1: What does it do again? Just, just to clarify, I'm sure everyone who's listening
0: so probably
1: knows, but we should clarify. Definitely
0: an elf. Like it's a okay, build around yes. for elf. Stuff. Yeah, it's she definitely is... an elf <laughs> i know i'm going I'm... I'm sorry uh marwin the nurturer two generic green legendary creature elf druid when another elf enters the battlefield under your control put a plus one plus one counter on marwin the nurturer she has then she has an activated ability tap add an amount of green mana equal to Marwyn's power so she starts as a 1-1, one, one. so she starts as a Llanowar Elves for three mana. But then as you play more Elves, she gets bigger and bigger. And then she the cool thing is she's tapping for her power and not for the counters on her. So you can add cool cards and equipment that up her power um, and also sort of use those to ramp in the yeah. screen deck. So I built it with the idea of Elf Tribal, but also you're using... Synergied to ramp into big fat green spells that are going to win you the game. And there aren't as many of those in standard as I'd like, but there there is enough, I think. This deck felt sort of aggroy but also sort of um go tall, I guess, on Marwin. Right. So,
1: well, I was going to say it's kind of like um when I think about it, it it sounds kind of like and this is an EDH reference, but we can't really avoid it cuz we yeah. are talking about Similar EDH formats. cards today. Yeah. Um, but it sounds a lot like an Azuri Claw of Progress deck. Yeah. Where the idea is that you're going to play a lot of weenies. Like, you're going to play a lot of little elf weenies in order to make one creature really big. Um, which is kind of what Azuri does, too. I mean, I'm not going to go into him too much because not even close to Brawl. <laughs> but, like... Uh, but it's kind of the same concept where, you know, you play a Lanoir Elves. You play the... Druid of the Cowl, you play all of those little dorks, and then Marwin suddenly is a 7 7 and 8-8 and can either tap for 8 mana or can swing in for a nice chunk of damage.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's very flexible in that nature. So I guess do you want to just get into what I like how I went I guess I already explained that. What I started doing to build this deck was looking through all my cards, I took out um, a bunch of stuff i had definitely way more cards than i needed for the deck itself and i think before i even like started to look to fill in the deck i had almost as many cards as i needed to build the brawl deck what i was lacking were the edh cards so i did have to kind of go online and um, look around for maybe some what i was mostly missing were those nice green top end cards as finishers But also some of, like, those stronger elves, like Azuri Renegade Leader, um, Yeva, and a bunch of others. Essentially everything
1: that was printed in the elves versus yeah, exactly. But
0: also just, like, I didn't really play in a time when all these elf cards were coming out. Mm. So I didn't have them naturally lying around in my collection. And that happens for commander- for me, more so than Brawl nowadays, because yeah. I play a lot of limited, like pre releases and drafts and stuff. So I have those Brawl cards lying around. So it was actually, I spent money on this deck building at the commander portion of it, not the Brawl portion of it. Right. I think well, the okay, only yeah. Brawl card I bought was Rishkar, because I well, didn't have one yet. Didn't you also get Rishkar's expertise? Oh, yeah, I had, that's true. But those yeah. are both pretty cheap cards. That's the right. nice so, thing about standard. These, yeah. like, good brawl slash commander staples aren't that expensive
1: right so let's talk about um so when you were going into building the deck um what were the green and artifact like staples in quotes that you think you threw in because you're like oh this is a brawl deck this is standard these are the cards that are good in standard right now in this color um i mean (laughs) should i talk about the elves or non-elves right now so I, I was thinking kind of like that like second step that we had. Um oh. where it's like you know what you, you have Marwin, you have this idea of elf tribal with some like, you know, my idea is I'm gonna kind of ramp up into a big finisher kind of thing. So green
0: um, necessities. Yes. Or colorless. So those cards in Brawl, I think um one of the ones I have here is Wildest Dreams. Green is not um known for its, I guess, well, you, I was going to say card draw or card advantage, but it is there is a lot of like green incidental card draw, like controlling the creature with the greatest power, drawing cards for the number of creatures you control. But there isn't a whole lot of that in standard. I well,
1: I was going to say, I mean, you bring up Wildest Dreams, which is the XX green Return X,
0: target cards yeah. from your graveyard to your hand.
1: Right, which, like, I feel like, I feel like you have the right instinct of being like Green doesn't really get to do this very often, but at the same time, I think Green does it a lot. Like I think Green gets re- gets to return stuff from its Oh Green gets to its a lot of recursion, but yeah,
0: it's it's card advantage, but not like card advantage from your deck. It's card advantage well, from your current resources.
1: But at the same time, I feel like that's in some ways superior because it is, you're choosing you choosing the card selection. you want to draw. Yeah, I exactly. really like that
0: card because this is like you're going to get board wiped if you get board wiped into this deck, I have noticed you kind of lose steam, yeah. especially in the Brawl version because you don't have cards um, that the EDH deck can kind of use to recoup its losses. So Right, or like, yeah, I, I think um, it is important
1: to note, especially since you're coming at it from an elf tribal perspective, they've pushed a couple things that are kind of elf tribal pseudo-ish. Um, are you running the elf Lord?
0: I do not have one yet, but I would probably run it if i had it because it'd be two mana um all other elves get plus one plus one the other ability is not relevant in a singleton format right um but that just means marwin the turn after you play is a two two uh, that taps for two mana already so right it's, or, it also you know, pumps all your other elves yeah. if you're going the wide like if that one game you're playing you're going the go wide strategy as opposed to the yeah ramp into awesome threat strategy
1: well yeah so let's see I, i'm trying to think of um i guess we we talked about a little bit Rishkar's expertise is yep, kind of a great that staple. is a great yeah.
0: card draw but it is incidental in that um as it resolves it checks for the creature with the greatest power and if they somebody somehow responds and removes marwin you might only be drawing two cards instead of eight i mean but how many
1: times have you actually seen that happen none <laughs> yeah like <laughs> i, I, I mean, you're 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 trying to like downplay how good green is at card drawing because you want to make a point against me no, i know I'm not. but like in a it's ca- in a brawl game, it's
0: i mean i i've seen it happen definitely but it's i don't know it, it I, I don't think it's happen ever happened as much me. as people would be afraid of unless your meta is like really competitive and everybody's running all the best removal spells
1: See, I, I would actually think that it, it's more likely to get countered than it is yeah. for Marwan to get destroyed in response. But, I, I mean, you're right. But I think it's definitely worth pointing out that I think that's a good green staple. So, another so.
0: green staple I have here is Multani, especially in a ramp... Uh, Maybe not so much in a ramp deck, but in a green deck yeah. that's doing a lot, I guess. Because yeah. the thing about playing Multani in a ramp deck is if you're playing her on turn four with four lands... She's going to be a 4-4. So I think Multani is male. Oh, okay, sorry. But,
1: no, you're fine. Um, but also, I mean, it's a wood, like, spirit of the forest kind of thing, so who knows. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that one's actually a little counterintuitive for your deck, because yeah. Marwan is making it cost less, essentially, mm-hmm. but then you have less lands, so... But
0: I also notice, like, this deck isn't really missing land drop, so it's going to, like, keep getting bigger, and it's really hard to remove, too, and I think yeah. it's just something Green really likes. And the recursion and the, like, um, odd. I don't know, the way it just sticks no matter what. You're getting to be able to return it um, from the graveyard yeah, to your I hand was, a lot. It's just really... It's the kind of stuff Green needs to stay in the game.
1: I, I was going to say, I think part of it is that Brawl just goes, like, as a format, it goes longer in most cases. So you'll probably just have more lands. And also... Yep. Um there's another card that you played against us multiple times when we were testing this out oh. um that is a colorless what I would call a staple that yeah, I think was assisting it's in
0: that. So freaking good in this deck. I think this is the highlight of the Brawl deck for me or at least one of them. It's Girpor Orrery. Um it's a four mana artifact and it has two lines of text. Each the first is each player may play an additional land on each of his or her turns. And the second line is at the beginning of each player's upkeep, if that player has no cards in hand, that player draws three cards. Yeah. So the idea of this deck is you're getting um, Marwin huge, yep. tapping, trying to play all your spells. Then you're left with no cards in hand. That's great with this card. Cause then the next turn you'll draw four cards. And the only way you're going to get stuck, not drawing cards again, is if you somehow draw more than three, la- more than two lands. Cause assuming what you draw you can play yeah play the two lands and then you can play the two other spells or um i just this card was so good in all the games i was able to play it with this deck and it also benefits everybody else so they're less likely to remove it yeah until maybe they notice it's benefiting you a little bit more than them but in the beginning they're less likely to remove it because they're getting to play extra lands on their turns but then the elf strike back Yeah, Um, okay, so then, yeah, so another. I wanted to, so we were talking about how Reshkar's expertise checks on resolution. I have another cool spell I found for this deck in my collection that I really like, and it is called Monstrous Onslaught. It is a three generic, two green for a sorcery. It deals X damage divided as you choose among any number of target creatures where X is the greatest power among creatures you control as you cast Monstrous Onslaught. This is one of those rare cases in Magic where the card checks for a uh, property as it is cast, as opposed to as it resolves, Yeah. which I think is pretty cool. So you can't really get hosed by removal. It can definitely get countered, but I really like right. that. It's just green removal, especially in a deck where you're trying to make big creature.
1: Well, that's I, I feel like that's something. It's funny because in a in this deck specifically, if you're playing your cards right, haha, um, then. This can actually be a one-sided green board wipe, yeah. essentially, where you can just have Marwyn effectively murder <laughs> a whole half of the board um, just because she's so big. And this is a, a nature's way that works multiple times. So
0: Yeah, so I have a few more artifact staples. Um, green deck, Ronus's Monument. Probably don't need to go too much into this. It's from... I'm on cat and it just reduces green creature spells by one, which is amazing in this deck. And the second ability is also relevant because every time you play a creature, you can give Marwyn plus two plus two, which makes her tap for even more mana. So,
1: well, you forgot the other part. You can give her trample. Yeah,
0: which can start swinging and getting through those chump blockers. Yep. So, another good card for this deck, especially where you're tapping your mana for creature, is Paradox Engine. Um, you probably don't need an explanation of that card. Everybody plays it if they're playing like Joyra or um, that sort of thing. Well, just... let's let's still say what it is. I it's... don't want to talk about it because I feel bad about playing it. <laughs> it's a five drop, right? The legendary yeah. artifact
1: that, whenever you cast a spell, untap all non-land permanents you control. So obviously, just like in a Joyra Storm deck where you're not using any of your lands for mana, you're just using artifacts. Marwin also really loves it because you can just untap Marwin after you've tapped for 12 mana or so and cast a new spell and then just keep getting more and more mana um yep, which is gross
0: the idea i have not drawn it yet though so oh gosh to...
1: <laughs> dang
0: <laughs> whoa unto me
1: yeah but no it's um okay so yeah so you kind of gathered some of the staples obviously like kind of extrapolating from that a little bit um just to kind of link it to Can this I idea just quickly
0: oh. go through a f- i won't we won't read the text just cards th- that I like staples that are in this deck.
1: Well, I was just gonna point out that the monuments are really oh, actually very good. Yeah, I
0: think they're they're probably one of those um, underappreciated cards. The actually, for... I'll I'll take that back. The blue one is bad.
1: The other four are very Doesn't good. The
0: blue one loot?
1: No, the red one uh, rummages. The blue one says target creature doesn't untap during a controller's untap step. Oh, it doesn't so tap I it said. or anything. Well, but it doesn't tap it. It just oh. says it can't untap. It doesn't have to, like, you have to essentially target something that has been tapped already to get any value. Eee, okay. Yeah. Maybe so one I, I, think, I think it. that one is bad, but the other four are very good.
0: So. Yeah. Okay. So some other cards I'm playing in this deck that synergize really well with Marwin are Blake Black Blade Reforged yes um throne of the god pharaoh yes um walking ballista you sink a lot of mana into that and maybe finish off some people sure um and then some other top end is like sandworm convergence um thorn elemental ridge scale tusker that sort of thing yeah and then uh, i'm running some removal in nature's way and ancient animus i'm running some overcome effects in overcome which is a sorcery from um hour of devastation yep. and then my elf suite I'm running 17 elves all the way from lanawar elves up to um what was this one called uh elegant edgecrafters so there's some elves with fabricate um we have reclamation sage and standard which is amazing mm-hmm. um a crossing grip on a creature um, yes of course yeah <laughs> we have steel leaf champion rishkar there's some really good elves in standard i um, and yeah. then i'm running some not so great elves just because you do get a little thin with your elf tribal um but i think it's it's fairly good because you have some ramp you have some thick creatures um you have some creatures with like death touch yeah you have some creatures that rampant growth for you you have some creatures that maybe be out yeah i was
1: gonna say gear per guide is Actually, probably a really good card, um, yeah, especially it... if you have Marwyn, because you can also, just be... Also,
0: Pima Aetherseer is really good, too. Yeah. W- remind me what that one does again. Enters the battlefield, you get an amount of energy equal to the greatest power, then you can pay three energy. Target creature blocks this turn of Abel. So right. it's kind of like removal.
1: Yeah, which, again, what we, we discovered, because Chris thought it only gave you three energy, because yeah. he misread it, because um, he saw the ability. But over... When we were playtesting this, it turns out Marwyn can give you a ton of energy. And in the case of the game, we were playing an EDH, so Realm Seekers ended up giving like 20 energy. But, I mean, but Marwyn could have given like 16. Radicith so, yeah.
0: on it, which is yeah. essentially Black Blade Reforged, but...
1: Yeah. Yes. Especially in an EDH game because yeah. it means someone else's force oh also can't form I don't
0: it. want to go yeah. too much into the game specifically, but my, our, one of my opponents was playing a mono green yes. Alta deck. And played this thing that doubled forests mana yes. production, and also it's playing Forest so my Stratoscythe was just so much better. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was... it's it's a but good then card. Board wipe kind of wrecked <laughs> me, so I yeah. did end up winning one or two games with this deck, though I can't remember. You you definitely won the brawl game that we
1: played, um, mostly because yeah. I misplayed with my Tiana deck because it, I was so excited to get to kill. Oh wait, and then I won the other, other player pH but... game
0: because. Galta got eliminated first, and then I'm pretty yeah. sure I got you.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I put up a good fight.
0: Yeah, it was a very close game.
1: But, yeah, anyway. Um, so, yeah, yeah so... that's
0: the Brawl deck. And I actually, it is very, very, it feels very smooth playing it as a Brawl deck. I'm going to, I was like, I this might be my favorite Brawl deck I've built yet. It's a yeah. monocolored deck, so it's very consistent. I'm running um 22 Forests and then just two non-Forest cards. As in lands? lands. Sorry, okay. yeah, lands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so I would two... hope you're running more than
1: two non-forest cards, <laughs> but that's just me. So
0: yeah, just D- Desert of the Indomitable for the cycling, late game, Dead Draw, yep. and then Memorial to Unity, same idea. You don't want your lands to be useless, late game.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, hmm, That's interesting. So you don't have any colorless lands? What would I... What do you think? Reliquary
0: Tower? Um, I think... If anything, that would be in the brawl, right side of yeah, the deck, that's fair. or not yeah. the brawl, the EDH side of the deck. Because well, I no, yeah. I don't think I'm drawing enough cards in the. The only card that really does that is Rishkars, yeah, expertise, and yeah, I don't know, I don't think it's going to be relevant enough to get rid of. I mean, source.
1: You could run colossal Majesty. I think and I draw want two yeah. cards a turn. Yeah, I
0: want. I think that needs to be added. I'm probably going to take out a non-elf creature card or a non-elf card for it yeah um in a non-creature card i meant to say yeah so yeah so um let's see I'm i'll am trying to post think if that there's... deck list on tapped yeah. out and it'll be in the show um, notes of course yep. i wasn't sure how i felt about talking about commander cards on the podcast but
1: i mean i i i feel like in the scope of Because I know that both of us did the same thing where we have the 60-card deck and then the 40-card extra cards. I think it's interesting to talk about, like, what we look for when we add those 40 extra cards. Um, Like, you kind of talked about you added Soul Ring is, like, the only staple card of EDH that you added.
0: Um, But as you were mentioning it, like, I I did add some tribal staples, like Mirror of the Forebearers. um, And then some of the elf staples, like Azuri Renegade Leader end wine in and whatnot so right definitely yeah. added greens like mono green staples um but then also cards just that just synergized with my deck so as i'm looking through this pile of edh cards a lot of them are kind of like staples as you'd well
1: say. okay but you so you, you point out so is yeah. essentially filling the same role as Reforged. Reforged. so in i a like sense. the
0: redundancy it's yeah um imprint exile a land as it enters the battle f- or search your library for a land and exile it then shuffle your library and then a crypt creature gets plus one plus one for each land on the battlefield with the same name as the exile card so yes. you search for forest your marwin suddenly becomes a lot bigger
1: well and on top of that if again since we're playing you know edh obviously isn't gonna be multiplayer but in the same sense as brawl other people are gonna have forest so yep it's really good it's um, very relevant Let's see. What else could you? I mean, so yeah. So like you're saying, you added some more like elf tribal stuff, Azuri, Yeva, Dwinen, et cetera, et cetera. Um,
0: There's a, s- another thing I added was a little bit more card draw, just because I felt the sure. Brawl deck was lacking, so some of the good um, green card draw I have is Hunter's Prowess. Mm. Um, yeah,
1: Rishkar's expertise without the
0: extra. Yeah, without the extra play. Yep, yep. Creeping Renaissance. Oh, yeah, that's the... That, the, that card choose. is so cool. I love the art on it. So, yeah, choose a permanent type. Return all cards of the chosen type from your graveyard to your hand. Assumedly, you're choosing creature type.
1: Well, I mean, a, maybe artifacts. Yeah, Who maybe knows? artifact. Um, yeah, and then it has flashbacks, so you can do it again, which is yep. sweet. Um, uh, and
0: then I think that's it on the... I think this card... I think the version of the deck I made is maybe lacking card draw or okay. card advantage so I might need to relook or revisit that but yeah um, well, that's, what, surf, that's what that's what playtesting is for so yeah exactly there are a lot of good elves that are in standard that just add a lot to this deck also the important thing to remember is Marwyn's ability is an etb trigger and not a cast trigger so anything that makes elf tokens is really good yep um, imperious perfect yeah is ooh dope. shoot i need that in this deck
1: yeah um, um but yeah I guess. Let's see. Is there anything that makes elf tokens in standard right now? I don't think so.
0: I don't think so.
1: Mm, That's too bad.
0: Then we have like more of the um, overrun effects, like overwhelming stampede. Oh yeah. yeah. Thing. Sure. And then just uh, oh thunderfoot bayloth, which is one of those lieutenant cards. Yep. Um, Pathbreaker ibex is another overrun type effect. Yeah. So, yeah, I think. Also. Um, the Commander version has a little bit more removal in, like, Curse and Grip and Lignify. Beast well, Within. that's...
1: Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Um, so what kind of removal are you running in the Brawl version, besides uh, Reclamation Sage?
0: The Monstrous Onslaught. <sighs> sure. Uh, yeah. I don't think there's a whole lot... Like, Green doesn't really... I'm running Creeping Mold, Ancient Animus, Nature's Way, Walking Ballista... That's Monstrous Onslaught. That's about it.
1: Creeping Mold is actually very good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Creeping Mold is an amazing card, I think, for Brawl. And I think most green decks want to be running it because it's so versatile. Like, you can destroy that pesky um, Thematic Compass flip land. Or you can destroy that stupid Paradox engine. Or...
1: Or you can destroy that cataclysm gear hulk that got blinked like three times. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah um, that, was, that
0: was annoying. I thought it felt very good until you'd played all your spells and then it kinda needed a way to rebuild its hand. So well, that's, that's I think yeah. the hole I'm gonna try and fill. And maybe if I do that before next week we can begin the episode just by talking about it for a couple of minutes and then get into our topic.
1: Yeah. um, So I guess kind of along those lines, I I wanted to talk about... um, So just to clarify, the deck that I built that is half... Or like halvesies or dual purpose um, is Tachova, which of course is silly and gross. Um, But I guess... You should feel bad. Well, I don't feel that bad. Um, But I guess one of the things is when I was... So kind of to try to like... Claire, like, l- let's just talk in general about building, like, a two-purpose deck. Um, so, like we're saying, I added, like, just like Chris, I added Soul Ring. Um, I added Swift Boot Boots. I added, like, a couple EDH staples Holy that are...
0: crap! How I...
1: <laughs> that's something I totally overlooked. Well, that's... I mean, because that's something that's I think is very distinct, distinctly different from Brawl to EDH right now. Is yep. that in Brawl, in Standard especially, we don't really have great ways of protecting... Um, brawlers or even just like good creatures um, outside of maybe one or two blue enchantments, which means that only blue gets to do it. Um, But yeah, so uh, I think that's something that's vital, especially moving to like EDH Um, in general in EDH, your commander is a very important card in your deck. And so having protection for your commander is really important. Um, Whereas I I think it is important to try to have protection for your brawler as well, it just doesn't really exist as much in standard. So, um, but that was something that I added. Um, I one of the things I liked about it. So my Tejova deck, especially since it's a brawl deck. First, um, I, I built the Tejova deck a while back, and then I've converted it. Um, one of the things I did with it is I actually used it to build kind of a pseudo Sapperlings. Uh, like deck something where i was just building you know i put in verdant force i put in tender shoot dryad i put in all of those saprolings matters cards um because i wanted to build that type of deck but i didn't really want to do slimefoot because it's i mean don't get me wrong he's sweet and it'd be really fun but i think it'd get really um it'd be really hard for example to keep slimefoot on the board because people would just destroy him every second yeah, they got slimefoot a chance so.
0: is the engine and like the main target of that type of deck so
1: yeah but so um but so yeah so i i actually kind of tried to d- add to that a little bit i added some cards like life and limb which is a weird enchantment from planar chaos that turns all my saplings into forests and vice versa um which i mean that was my thing is i really liked it because it gave me a chance to build an edh deck that i would never build because if you look at Tachova and you just build an edh deck around her you can build a you know five hundred dollar deck that runs all of the staple green land cards and all the staple and it blue basically land cards, is so.
0: land storm yes which we found which, out it still kind of is even when there's a saprling sub theme
1: yeah well that's mostly because i also added nexus of fate um which is in the brawl version just so you know <laughs> oh
0: yeah that's a that's a that was the main reason i almost considered buying a booster box of m19 and yeah. then i didn't out of principle but i wish i had because that card is stupid
1: well, I mean, it's technically going down in price. It's like fourteen dollars now as opposed Ew. to twenty. But yeah, so I, I guess that's another thing to bring up. Uh, Nexus of Fate busted, BT Dubs. It's really broken, especially if you have a deck that is essentially a draw engine. So you know, Joyra, which needed to be more broken, or Tachova, which also needed to be more broken. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um. I mean, yeah. I don't really want to go into that deck right now. Um. At some point, we'll probably talk about it, because it is a fun deck. I do like it.
0: So what do we have coming up? We don't have a whole lot coming up in the form of Brawl, so we're going to be yeah. racking our brains for good Brawl content, but we do plan on keeping to our weekly schedule for everybody, yes. so we'll yeah. think of something. Like, we'll we're definitely going to keep playing Brawl every week with our friends, so we're going to definitely probably keep brewing decks as yeah. ideas hit us.
1: Well, and especially as Martin, the person who sent us an email, pointed out, he he was telling us that he actually started playing, he got back into magic around Ixalan. So all of his stuff, all of his decks right now are, as he put it, quote, rotation proof um, in the sense that he's not really, he doesn't really have cards from uh, Kaladesh or Amonkhet, so he's not really playing them. Um, so I think it could be interesting to start like building some decks with the idea of, you know, Ooh, this is... yeah this is quote so maybe rotation picking proof, like but...
0: uh dominaria or probably since it's the newest m19 yeah brawler and going from there i like that idea
1: well and the other thing with that um
0: you have a idea already i know
1: yeah but at the same time i also like the um like i this is kind of to once again get on my soapbox but just because rotation hits doesn't mean your deck is garbage um <laughs> you can usually like we've p- talked about before, you can pull out cards um you know you can pull out all those uh Kaladesh and Amonkhet cards, and sometimes your deck you can still you know you can find new cards you can build new strategies you can do stuff with it, especially if you're using like a Dominaria commander or an m nineteen commander um or you can just. You know, pull out the good cards for EDH, just throw them in your EDH decks, or you can just build an EDH deck like we're talking about here out of your 60 cards. You only have to add 40 more. It's not that hard. So, um, I don't know. I think in general, and we'll definitely have an episode about this because this one's already already pretty much... <laughs> we already talked about a lot for this one, but um, uh, don't be scared of rotation. It's going to be exciting, I promise, especially because Ramnica is going to be dope. And if you like elves, it'll probably be really good. Even though we're losing Kaladesh. like
0: I am so excited for the Ravnica guilds. I think that might open Brawl wide up. Yeah, I think... Wide open? I don't know what I meant to say. I'm just really excited.
1: Well, that's I, I have seen a couple people online in the endless discussions where every other day there's a new post about how much people hate Brawl. Um, but there are people online who are like, you know, I'm waiting until rotation happens to start getting into Brawl. Just because I don't want to build, you know, something that relies a lot on Kaladesh and Ket stuff. And also because Ravnica will have lots of options for, mm-hmm. you know, building things. So I, I think we might see it coming I'm up in the I'm hoping we
0: get new strategies too, like mill.
1: Well, we're going to because the Demir always liked to mill. Yeah,
0: we got a lot of good mill support in M19. It's kind of sad that there's not a great brawler to lead a mill deck right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, I will be sad. Like... Mostly because I think when I was looking at we, we played. I guess this is a good way to kind of pad out the episode a little bit and give us more content. But we were playing the pre release, and Chris was running a Bantz pseudo mill deck because he got a millstone and the psychic corrosion, the three mana whenever you draw a card, target opponent or each opponent mills two cards. When I saw that, I realized, oh, Frank Sanity isn't standard right now. You know, that uh, three drop enchantment or a curse from, uh, I think it's hour of
0: devastation Now i want to build a mill deck
1: (laughs) that that says at the beginning of each end step uh enchanted player puts the top x cards of his or her library into his or graveyard where x is the number of cards that were put into their graveyard during that turn so it's i don't know it's it's funny the problem again i don't know how good it is for multiplayer but
0: yeah that's the problem
1: but i don't know it's we'll see the demir might give us something that is really stupid good mm-hmm. for a multiplayer like <laughs> for multiplayer i imagine
0: with the support it'd probably be more than like a demire control mill deck where you're yeah from, you're milling but you're also controlling so you can kind of win with that long drawn out strategy yeah that's true whereas i guess the kind of what you do in the edh type decks too
1: yeah i have a friend who has a drown new deck who he essentially just plays that stupid i hate it i hate that card the um Oh, I can't remember what it is right now, but it's from New Phyrexia. I think it's like a one mana artifact that says whenever an opponent is dealt or t- loses life, they mill that many cards. Um, and in EDH, that card is dumb. That card is stupid because it means every other player dealing damage to you makes you mill. Yep, which is silly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for that. I think that might happen for the Demir. Um,
0: Are you excited for it though?
1: I actually am, because I really love Ravnica. Um, okay. Most, Like most Magic players, I love Ravnica. I started with the first Ravnica. I know a lot of people that started around the time of Return to Ravnica. So, like, I feel like it's just one of those, like, really nostalgia-heavy planes that all of us... It just hits a really happy place to It has a lot of
0: nice design space, too.
1: Yeah. The two-color guilds are definitely where I think, especially... In ter- I, like, obviously, like I just said, I started around the time of Ravnica, so I missed, like, invasion and stuff. But for me, giving the guilds the, like, two-color pair, like, the pair identities really solidified what two-color pairs, what pieces of the color pie two-color pairs can occupy. Yeah. Um, so, which, actually, I've been... I, I was sad about the fact that I... While while you're excited about this mill commander that's potentially coming from the demir, which... Yes, it's exciting, but I'm kind of sad that they, weren't, they are not more like Rona, you know, like more like spy-focused, yeah. or it's like they build gadgets and shit. That would have been cool. Um,
0: <laughs> Rona, I think, is flying under the radar.
1: Yeah. I think the problem right now, at least especially for me, is that I have a Tezzeret deck, which Tezzeret yeah. is the same colors and does artifacts somewhat better, um, in nice my opinion. The thing
0: about Rona so. is that... I I hadn't realized it, but you can cast any card exile. They don't just have to be historic.
1: Yeah, no, that's the that's the gimmick is yeah. you can pay for and then exile a card and then you can play that card. Um but yeah, I think uh I think that'll be one of the things too is as we get into close rotation, looking at, you know, my ether revolts, Kaladesh, Amonkhet decks and saying is there someone else who could fill this role? And if so, do I bother? And Rona actually might be a really good replacement for my Um Just because Artifacts just works. It kind of reminds me of
0: Silas Wren in the graveyard <laughs> recursion aspect. That is oh, nice for that sort of deck.
1: Yeah, I do love Silas Ren. Anyway, we've blathered on for yeah. much too long. I don't I think... think we
0: needed to add this content at the end. Like, a 40-minute episode could be nice, but... I'd like to finish off with some discussion. That might be what we start doing as brawl content gets thinner up to Ravnica. Just like talking about what the brawl things that are on our mind. Well, I was
1: thinking, we just talked about the Demir here. We have four other guilds that are coming in that new Ravnica set. We could make, maybe
0: every week, make a prediction for the next guild.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's fun. So we'll talk about another one next week. Um, But until then, we'll also, and next week... um, I thought we had a topic. Maybe we do. I don't know. I guess we'll... We
0: have some topics in the back pocket, for sure. Yes.
1: Um, but uh, until then, you can always contact us, like we had some people contact us at the beginning of the episode. Um, you can do it over Twitter. It's at AllOutBrawlMTG or over email, MTG at gmail.com. Um, and we love hearing from you. So please, if you have feedback, if you have suggestions, if you have criticism even we, we're not happy about it but like just send feel it.
0: very strongly about brawl
1: oh no that's tell I us actually how much very you much love want it. that yes Please. i need i need internet people to let me know that they like brawl otherwise i might i might just break down um <laughs> but yeah so that's how you can contact us um if you're interested in watching people play video games chris has a twitch channel he is at twitch.tv slash rototo which is r-e-t-t-o-t-o um and right now i think he's playing octopath traveler so if you're into that you should watch
0: you're so sweet
1: Mm -hmm. um but i think that's just about everything until next time i've been sam and i have been chris and this has been all out brawl witty clips this time <laughs> i was hoping
0: you would do something
1: no that's your job